2002 was a year of redemption. The United States of America looked to try to recover and move on from the attacks of September 11th. However, that was hard as anthrax and many numerous threats continued to plague the lives of U.S. civilians. Although the U.S. is still in a state of terror, the world continued to turn. 2002 was a year that saw Justin Timberlake, No Doubt, Eminem, Nelly, Avril Lavigne, Ashanti, and many more blow up the music charts. Movies like Chicago, The Ring, Gangs of New York, and The Pianist all did well at the box office. While all of that was happening in the world, the World Wrestling Federation was getting ready to enter a new stage in its evolution with their new company name becoming World Wrestling Entertainment in May and the creation of the Ruthless Aggression era soon after. After 2001, WWE was in control and feeling very powerful. They had bought out their competition WCW and ECW back in 2001 and now had many of their talents on the roster. The year started off with the return of the game Triple H, who was out of action for seven months, who returned to the Royal Rumble and ended up winning the match. Things for Triple H did not really end well after Stephanie McMahon told Triple H that she was pregnant. The two planned a vow renewal ceremony where Triple H learned that Stephanie was lying about her pregnancy and Triple H decided to leave her in front of everybody. Stephanie was upset and planned on ruining Triple H's life after that. And she decided to do so by joining up with the WWE Undisputed Champion Y2J Chris Jericho, who at the time was willing to do anything to win. And the two of them would join together for Chris Jericho against Triple H at WrestleMania 18. We also saw The Undertaker continue on to be the American badass by attacking friends and family members of the nature boy Ric Flair, causing Ric Flair to compete for the first time in a WWE, in a WWE ring since 1993 in a no-disqualification match at WrestleMania. We also saw Vince, Vince McMahon inject WWE with some poison, introducing the New World Order at No Way Out in February. The New World Order's leader, Hollywood Hulk Hogan, would battle it out with the People's Champion The Rock at WrestleMania in a special Icon vs. Icon match. After WrestleMania, we saw Edge and Kring will have a rivalry that will culminate in a hair versus hair match, the debut of the next big thing, Brock Lesnar and Rey Mysterio showing up in the WWE. During the summer, the first ever WWE draft took place. Stephanie McMahon would be the general manager for SmackDown. And in a controversial pick, the general manager for Raw was former WCW owner Eric Bischoff. Raw and SmackDown would battle it out over ratings and which show would put on the best matches. Brock Lesnar would become the youngest reigning WWE champion at that time and would have some great matches with The Undertaker. We also saw the return of the heartbreak kid Shawn Michaels after being away from the ring for three years until his return at SummerSlam. In November at the Survivor Series, Eric Bischoff unleashed the Elimination Chamber match and we saw history made. We also witnessed the WWE Tag Team Championships get created and the debut of the Ruthless Aggression era when John Cena slapped Kurt Angle in the face, but so much more. 2002 was a year of new beginnings and it was a year of great matches. I now present to you the world of WWE's list of the greatest matches of the 2000s, 2002. So, the first match on our countdown of the greatest matches of 2002 
comes to us from the Royal Rumble, the WWE Undisputed Champion, Y2J Chris Jericho, taking on The Rock. These two had a rivalry that dated back to October of 2001. And Chris Jericho kind of became very cocky. He became the first ever Undisputed Champion in December 2001. And these two would continue their rivalry through January. This was a very, very good match. I feel like it was better than their match at No Mercy. There was a lot of stuff happening. There was a moment where... The Rock hit a rock bottom to Chris Jericho through an announce table. We saw Christian and Lance Storm come down and try to attack The Rock. There was a moment where The Rock accidentally nailed Earl Hebner with a clothesline. Then Nick Patrick ran down and Chris Jericho tried to pin The Rock and he kicked out. Then The Rock pinned Jericho and of course Patrick being the heel ref did not count the pin for The Rock. So after that moment The Rock nailed Nick Patrick or Rock Bottom. And the rest you will have to see by watching the match. It was a very good match. Check it out on Peacock. Or if you're outside the United States, you can check it out on the WWE Network. The Rock versus Chris Jericho, Royal Rumble 2002. Next up, we're going to WrestleMania 18 from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Our first match. We have two matches from WrestleMania, but our first match is a no disqualification match between the Nature Boy Ric Flair and the Undertaker. These two had a rivalry in the winter leading to the spring of 2002. The story behind this match is Ric Flair was the co owner of WWE at the time, and during the Undertaker versus The Rocks match at No Way Out, for the number one contendership, Ric Flair ran out and nailed the Undertaker with a load of pipe, which then caused Undertaker to freak out. He mercilessly attacked Ric Flair's best friend, Iron Anderson, and Ric Flair's son, David Flair. Ric Flair pretty much came out of retirement. I mean, he had his first match against Vince McMahon back at the Royal Rumble in January. But as Ric Flair said himself, it wasn't his greatest bout. He talked about this match with The Undertaker as almost like the rebirth of his career. This match kind of gave Ric Flair the the push he needed to continue. Ric Flair was not young. He was in his late 50s at the time. And The Undertaker and him just had a hell of a match. We saw some memorable moments where Ric Flair would, of course, do that flip over the top rope. We'd see Ric Flair get Brutally busted open. Undertaker gets busted open. We see Iron Arn Anderson. Why do I keep calling him Iron? Arn Anderson runs down. We see his return. And it is such a close match, a close call. We don't know who is going to win. Both men are able to utilize their finishers. I'm not going to spoil what happens. There is a lead pipe that is involved. But you're going to have to check out the match for yourself to see who the winner is. Check out WrestleMania 18 if you're in the United States on Peacock, if you're outside of the U.S. WWE Network. You cannot talk about the year 2002 and not include this match on the countdown of the greatest matches of 2002. It's our second match from WrestleMania 18. Icon versus Icon, the People's Champion, The Rock versus Hollywood Hulk Hogan. 
maybe the man who put WWE on the map. He is the man that put WWE on the map. This was a match, a dream match. Jerry Lark of comparing many people, um, Muhammad Ali versus um, uh, freaking so many people. Just guys, I'm at a loss for words because this is just such a great match. Pretty much the whole thing is Hollywood Hulk Hogan is the man. He's back and he's part of the New World Order and he wants to take over WWE. The Rock is not a fan of Hogan for doing that and the two of them fight. There's a moment leading up to the match where Hulk Hogan rides his like friggin' big semi truck into an ambulance which The Rock is inside of. And just so much going on. This match, what was crazy about the match is the fans in attendance in Toronto, Canada were solidly behind Hollywood Hogan the entire match. Anytime The Rock got any sort of momentum, they would boo. This is a good match. So much happened here in this one. And I definitely recommend you checking it out. WrestleMania 18, The Rock versus Hollywood Hogan. Icon versus Icon. You can check it out on Peacock in the States. Outside the United States, you can check it out on WWE Network. We're now at Backlash. And our first match on the card is for the WWE Cruiserweight Championship. The Cruiserweight Champion, Billy Kimmon, taking on the challenger to, to Jerry with Tori Wilson. Now, Tajiri did have a change of heart in April 2002 when he basically forced Tori Wilson to dress as a geisha girl and hide her body and just be in complete geisha outfit. This match was really good. There were many, many near falls, a lot of high-risk action. Tajiri's kicks are on point. Billy Kidman was just defending that title amazingly i won't tell you who wins check out backlash 2002 billy kidman versus tajiri our second match from backlash is a amazing match edge taking on kurt angle edge got one over kurt angle on an episode of raw and kurt angle got upset and attacked edge and the two of them went back and forth over the past weeks fighting, you know, attacking each other, screwing each other over. And at one point, in a funny moment, Edge, like, shows Kurt Angle old photos of them. And Kurt's smiling. But on the back of the pictures, there's, like, words that say, like, I suck. I have no testicles. And it was very funny. And the two of them have a match tonight. They absolutely tore down the house. For the two of them to have their first match, nobody expected it to be this good. We saw Kurt Angle pull off tremendous moves, including an explosive, huge um, top row belly-to-belly suplex to Edge. Many near falls, nonstop action. Definitely check out Backlash 2002, Kurt Angle versus Edge. Judgment Day is upon us. And our first match from Judgment Day is for the WWE Intercontinental Championship. The Intercontinental Champion Eddie Guerrero defending against Rob Van Dam. This is their second match they first had, their first encounter at Backlash. This match was a great match. So many amazing spots and moves. Both men's attempted frog splashes. And it was just such a great match. The ending, I mean, to a great match, what an ending because it was not...
I know it wasn't anything that I was hoping for, but it was a great match nonetheless. Definitely check out Judgment Day 2002, Eddie Guerrero versus Rob Van Dam. Our next match is a special hair versus hair match taking place at Judgment Day. Kurt Angle versus Edge. These two continue their rivalry in May after Kurt Angle was creating, he was going to promote his new t-shirt and Edge came in the ring to, you know, support him and he reveals his shirt and says, I suck and Angle gets mad, the two of them brawl, they go back and forth and eventually Kurt Angle wants to embarrass Edge and he challenges him to put his here on the line. Edge accepts only if Kurt Angle puts his on the line and they both agree to do it and now we are here at Judgment Day. This match was great. We saw so many great moves. The referee got taken out at one point. We saw uh, Kurt Angle do some huge uh off the top rope moves. Edge was just amazing too. He had a huge spear. Just so much. Krangle hit a spear of his own. Just a lot of stuff happening. It was a great match. Definitely check out Judgment Day 2002. Edge versus Kurt Angle. Our next match comes to us from WWE Raw from May 27th, 2002. It's for the WWE Intercontinental Championship. The champion Eddie Guerrero defending against Rob Van Dam in a ladder match. These two men had a huge brawl. There is a moment where a fan actually got involved. And you'll see what happens with that situation. It was a great match. A lot of high-flying moves. Both men actually took a fall off the ropes. It was a great match. Definitely check it out. Eddie Guerrero versus Rob Van Dam from May 27, 2002. Raw, a ladder match. Check it out. Next up, we are going to SmackDown from May 30th. 2002 and we're going to see Edge taking on Kurt Angle in a special steel cage match. Kurt Angle during this match was wearing the wig that he had after he got his head shaved bald by Edge at Judgment Day and uh, this match was a grueling cage match. Edge was busted open terribly. We saw Hulk Hogan make an appearance. We saw someone actually win but um there's some controversy to it. So definitely check out the steel cage match between Edge and Kurt Angle. This is live on SmackDown from May 30th, 2002. Check it out. Up next, we are on Monday Night Raw from July 1st, 2002. It is a ladder match for the WWE Undisputed Championship. The WWE Undisputed Champion, The Undertaker, defending against Jeff Hardy, this was a great match. Jeff definitely proved he is a main event star in this contest. They both gave it their all. Undertaker just did some crazy over-the-top moves. A leg drop on Jeff Hardy who had a ladder on top of him. Jeff Hardy doing some high-octane moves. Definitely check it out. It is a great match. Jeff Hardy versus The Undertaker. A ladder match. From Monday Night Raw, July 1st, 2002. Check it out. Up next, we are at Vengeance. And we are seeing the WWE Championship on the line in a triple threat match. The WWE Champion, The Undertaker, defending against both Kurt Angle and The Rock. This was a great match, a great triple threat. We saw 
a lot of the wrestlers performed like their own signature moves on others and it was a really great match definitely one to remember they all gave it their all and i'm um, just putting on a hell of a show so definitely check out vengeance 2002 the undertaker versus the rock versus kurt angle you won't want to miss it is a huge great match we are now at SummerSlam, and we are seeing the pay-per-view debut of Rey Mysterio taking on Olympic gold medalist Kurt Angle. This was a tremendous match. We saw non-stop high-flying offense from Rey Mysterio. He was looking to prove a point as he was ready to showcase his talents to a worldwide audience after being away from the ring for a year. Kurt Angle, again, showing no remorse, bigger than Rey, trying to dominate. Michael Cole called Ray Mysterio like an amusement park ride. And I totally understand that. And it definitely was a great match. Um, some cool movements. Moments. The referee gets involved at one point. It's really good. Definitely check out Ray Mysterio versus Kurt Angle SummerSlam. Next up is from SummerSlam. The WWE Intercontinental Championship on the line. Intercontinental Champion Chris Benoit representing SmackDown taking on Rob Van Dam from Raw. This is a great match. This is the type of match that you would see from ECW back in the day. I hear Stephanie McMahon laughing in the background. Sorry about that. So at SummerSlam, these two had a tremendous match. Back in the day, you would have seen this type of brawl from these two in ECW, but we never got to see it. So it was great to see it in 2002. Rob Van Dam pulled up some tremendous moves. Chris Benoit was amazing as usual. They just did some awesome, awesome moments in this match. And definitely check it out because it is worth your watch. Chris Benoit versus Rob Van Dam, SummerSlam. Check it out. We are now on our third match from SummerSlam. This SummerSlam was a stacked card. It is a special unsanctioned match between Triple H and Shawn Michaels. This is the first time that Shawn Michaels competed in a WWE ring in over four years after suffering a back injury in 1998. The rivalry between Triple H and Shawn Michaels was epic. They were a team that started out together as D-Generation X back in 1997. And then Shawn Michaels got hurt. He came back as commissioner for WWE. And then Shawn Michaels would eventually return again in 2002 to join the NWO. During this time, Shawn Michaels got attacked backstage by someone that we did not know. And we would eventually find out that it was, of course, his best friend, Triple H, who did indeed attack him backstage brutally. And these two would have an unsanctioned match here at SummerSlam. And these two tore the house down. It was a brutal, brutal match blood was everywhere we saw a high-flying um offense by Shawn michaels he definitely proved that he still could dance he still could go triple h was just amazing at his heel work the match was great but i feel like the ending the aftermath of everything of the match was definitely worth talking about check out SummerSlam 2002 Shawn michaels versus triple h our final match from SummerSlam is, of course, the main event, the WWE Undisputed Champion, The Rock, taking on the next big thing, Brock Lesnar with Paul Heyman. This was a huge match. It basically was the birth of the next big thing, Brock Lesnar, in the main event status. The Rock would go on to defend the title 
and um, kind of try to put an end to Brock Lesnar's reign of terror. He had put men out like Hulk Hogan, Rikishi, Mark Henry. He was the 2002 King of the Ring winner, and he wanted to become new WWE Undisputed Champion. But he would have to get through The Rock to do that. It was a great match, and I definitely recommend checking it out. The birth of Brock Lesnar, Summer of 2002, The Rock versus Brock Lesnar. We are now at Unforgiven, and our next match is Edge versus Eddie Guerrero. These two had a rivalry that dated back to July. They brawled for the summer, had a match at SummerSlam, and they are competing again tonight in a rematch at Unforgiven. It was a great match. Both men showed off their abilities, their high-flying uh, high flying maneuvers, attacks. It was just a great match. I definitely recommend watching it. These two put on a show and proved that they obviously are main event stars and that the storylines between them were awesome. So check out Unforgiven 2002, Edge versus Eddie Guerrero. We are now on SmackDown from September 26th, and it is a special notice qualification match between Edge and Eddie Guerrero. These two had a rivalry throughout the whole entire summer. And they were finally putting an end to it in the fall. They had a great no DQ match. There were use of ladders, chairs. So much happened in this match. I definitely, definitely recommend you checking out. Michael Cole and Taz are definitely hyping this one up. We saw tremendous moves for both Eddie and Edge. And they finally put their rivalry to an end on SmackDown. So again, check out SmackDown, September 26th, 2002. No DQ, Edge versus Eddie Guerrero. We are now moving to October 2nd, 2002, and we are on Friday night, well, Thursday night SmackDown at this point, and we are checking out Edge versus Kurt Angle in their, I would say their, well, not, not their final match, but one of their final matches um, in WWE and they had a huge brawl. They went at it. Um, definitely check it out. It was a great match. There was a false finish at one point. A referee gets hurt and we see a surprising um, someone comes down and, and definitely causes an uproar for Kurt Angle and Edge. It's a great match. Definitely check it out. Edge versus Kurt Angle Smackdown October 2nd 2002. Check it out. We are now on October 7th, 2002 for Raw. That was actually my birthday. I think I had just turned, I think, 10. I could be wrong. I'll have to check back on history. It was TLC4. It was Kane defending the the world, the WWE Tag Team Championships by himself in a Raw Roulette match. It was a tables, ladders, and chairs match that was created by Raw Roulette with many competitors, including the teams of Christian and Chris Jericho, Bubba Ray Dudley, and Spike Dudley, Jeff Hardy and Rob Van Dam, and Kane. Kane did this by himself. It was a great match. Definitely worth watching. And it was just brutal, nonstop action from beginning to end. Definitely check out WWE Raw, October 7th, 2002, the TLC match. Great match. Next, we are on WWE SmackDown, October 17th, and we are seeing the semifinals for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. It is the teams of Chris Benoit and Kurt Angle against Eddie and Chavo Guerrero. 
This is an amazing tag team match. All four men had great performances in this. A steel chair was involved. Our referee was involved getting knocked out. The storyline going into this was that Chris Benoit and Kurt Angle weren't the greatest friends. And if Chris Benoit put his hands on Kurt Angle, he would have been suspended from SmackDown. Now, the winners of this match would go on and take on Edge and Rey Mysterio at no mercy for the finals of that title. Definitely check it out. No, October 17th. 2002 smackdown we are now at no mercy and we are for at the wwe tag team championships match this is the first time the wwe tag team champions were shown on tv on pay-per-view and the teams the match was between kurt angle and chris benoit versus edge and Rey mysterio this match is amazing WWE voted the match of the year of 2002. A lot of people agree with that sentiment and have voted that match of the year as well. And I promise you, it is not overrated. It is an amazing match. All four men put on performances. I had a like, I was so invested in it. All the different moves that they pulled off. Rey Mysterio's high flying ability. Both teams just worked so well together as a tag team. The maneuvers were just awesome. The false finishes were great. Definitely check this match out. It's definitely one of my favorite matches of the year. Kurt Angle and Chris Benoit versus Edge and Rey Mysterio. No Mercy 2002. Check it out. We are still at No Mercy and we are at our main event for the WWE Championship. The champion Brock Lesnar defending against The Undertaker in a Hell in a Cell match. These two fought Unforgiven the month prior and had a decent match, but it ended up in a no contest after Undertaker speared Brock Lesnar through the stage. These two were going to have their final match in a Hell in a Cell to sell the score. Brock Lesnar injured the Undertaker's arm, and Undertaker had to use a cast to fight, and he actually was able to use the cast in this match. Brock Lesnar at the time was the youngest WWE champion. He would be taking on the veteran, The Undertaker, in this insane Hell in a Cell match. It was a bloodbath. Paul Heyman got involved. Just an amazing match. Both men gave it their all. I definitely recommend watching it. Brutal, amazing moments in this match. The Undertaker versus Brock Lesnar. No Mercy 2002. Check it out. We are now on WWE SmackDown from November 11th, November 7th, 2002. And we are seeing a rematch from No Mercy, the WWE Tag Team Championships on the line. The WWE Tag Team Champions, Kurt Angle and Chris Benoit taking on the team of Edge and Rey Mysterio. This match was a special two out of three falls match. It was an amazing, an amazing tag match. Again, there was a false finish, but there definitely was a match where the best team won. All four men looked great. One team ended up attacking another member by accident. It was just an amazing match. No Mercy was a better match in my opinion, but let me tell you, these two men tore down the house and had the match of the night. So check out Edge and Rey Mysterio versus Chris Benoit and Kurt Angle SmackDown November 7th, 2002. Two out of three falls match. Check it out. WWE SmackDown in, the, in 2002 was a killer time. 
after the draft brand extension, SmackDown was delivering week after week with great matches. And this week of SmackDown, November 14th, 2002, is no exception. We saw Rey Mysterio take on Eddie Guerrero, and these two had an amazing classic match. We saw Edge and Chavo Guerrero get involved. So many high-flying maneuvers. We saw a ending that a lot of people may not have liked, but uh, it definitely was a great match. Both Ray and Eddie are friends, so they definitely wanted to prove a point and make each other look good, and they definitely did that. Check out Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio, Friday Night Smackdown. Well, at this point, it was Thursday, but Smackdown, November 14th, 2002. Our first match from the Survivor Series pay-per-view is a triple threat elimination match for the WWE Tag Team Championships. The champions Edge and Rey Mysterio defending against Chris Benoit, Kurt Angle, and Los Guerreros. This is a great match. All three teams were amazing. We saw a team implode. We saw the, the winners had an amazing advantage. The ending, a lot of people, uh, you know... It was controversial, of course, but it was a great tag match. Each team displayed how amazing their teamwork was, and each wrestler is just amazing. You can't get any better. Great match. Great night. Check it out. Next, we are at the Survivor Series again, and we are seeing the first ever Elimination Chamber match. The World Heavyweight Champion Triple H defending his title against Chris Jericho, Kane, Booker T, Rob Van Dam, and Shawn Michaels. This was a huge match because each man was willing to put their bodies on the line to become champion. This was a great, great match. And a lot of fans enjoy it, including myself. We saw a lot of blood. Triple H really fucked up his, um, I know he got injured. I forgot what it was that got injured, but he definitely messed up his, um, windpipe or something like that. But anyways, it's a great match. Everybody looks awesome. It's a match of the year contender for sure. Definitely check it out. The Elimination Chamber match from Survivor Series 2002. We are now on SmackDown from December 5th, 2002. We are on in between a fatal four-way elimination match between Edge, Kurt Angle, Eddie Guerrero, and Chris Benoit. The winner will take on Brock Lesnar. I mean, I'm sorry, the big show at Armageddon. This is an amazing fatal four-way match. All the competitors look great. The final two men have an amazing singles match at the end. A great fight between the two. Definitely check it out. Great match. Check it out. Our final match on the countdown comes to us from Armageddon 2002. Chris Benoit taking on Eddie Guerrero. These two had classic rivalries in ECW and fought many times in WCW. And they were going to finally go at it one-on-one -on -one at Armageddon. It was a great match. Both men put in the maximum effort and definitely closed out the year 2002 with a bang. Both of these men unfortunately passed away a couple of years after this match and such a travesty that we lost them so early. But great match, two great competitors. And it definitely is worth watching. 
So that is the end of our countdown. We have seen so many great matches so far in the year 2002. Between Elimination Chamber, TLC matches, we've seen hair versus hair matches, no DQ matches, so many different matches, so many great superstars, new talent being created. This is definitely an era of great moments in WWE. Now, we'll be back next time with the greatest WWE matches of the year 2003. Before I leave, I want to make sure that you subscribe, like, and hit the notification bell on YouTube to stay notified when new content is created. And stay subscribed so that you can find out when new videos drop. Also, make sure that you follow us on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and wherever podcasts are streaming, just make sure you follow and you will get information when new podcasts drop. We're also on Instagram, World Thought of WWE, and on Facebook, The World of WWE Podcast. Thank you for checking us out this week for the greatest matches of WWE 2002, and I'll see you in 2003.